This episode also sponsored by Truebill.com slash Opie. Don't fall for subscription scams. Go right now to Truebill.com slash Opie. It, it can, can save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash Opie. Looks like we are live. What's going on, everybody? Got to take my glove off so I can put some people on the big screen. We are, uh, yeah, we're chilling at the at the ocean here. Um, it was glorious and beautiful all day, but now the clouds are rolling in. Wind slowly but surely picking up, and uh, I think uh, I think we're heading towards some some uh, some rain or something like that. Tim McConnell, you are first on the Facebook. What's up, Glenn DePedro? You are first on the uh, the YouTube there, brother. I am Small Fry and Marcus Kramer and Aaron Michael Sergeant Mark Vassetti. You're like you're like fifth today. What's up, Anthony? How are you? Ted Palawada, Ken Kramer. Oh my God, David Turner, Aaron Lewis from Stained. What's going on, Vincent Scaramuzzo, David Nugent, Bill Stroud. Uh, Mark Crowley. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Everyone is rolling in. I figured I would uh, turn this on. And, you know, the next couple of weeks, I'm going to take it slow like everybody else. Try to enjoy Christmas and New Year's. But uh, man, I haven't felt that great. I've had headaches for like uh, three or four straight days. And then we got some action in the back, got some uh, backdoor action going on. It's feeling a little better today, so I figured I would turn it on and uh, see where everybody's at. I'm cold just watching you out there. Oh, uh, it's nice. Honestly, it's it's uh, probably in the 30s, but there's no wind whatsoever. I was actually on a boat yesterday with uh, Fish Guy Photos, my friend Chris. Um, we were going to do a podcast yesterday from from his boat. But um, I want to bring my family along, so I sacrificed podcast to have a really good day with my um, my family. He showed us um, the seals. There's a whole bunch of seals hanging out on a on a sandbar, and yesterday was glorious, man. The wind wasn't uh, literally anything. I think it was less than like two three miles an hour. We were on the water. We we were the only boat on the water yesterday. It was it was just glorious. It was awesome. And then we checked out some seals. Uh, I think they got spooked because uh, Chris said like earlier, there were like 130, 135 seals on this uh, sandbar. By the time we got there, there were a few, but they were scattered all over the place. I, they might've been uh, thinking, okay, rest time is over. We got to go. Uh, we got to go feed now. So, but it was, uh, it was, wow, man, it was a good day. Really good day. Were they kissed by a rose? Here we go. <laughs> What's uh, Santa bringing you? Oh, oh my God. Me and my wife, she's the best. We're like, look, wash. Let's go wash this year. So we're literally just worrying about the kids, which I think that's good. I think when you get to my age, you know, I don't think you should be buying presents for adults anymore. Oh, my God. So me and my wife, uh, we're like, you good? I'm like, I'm good. You good? She goes, I'm good. 
She goes, let's just take care of the kids. I'm like, thank you. Because during the year, if I see something that I think my wife would like, I buy it for her. Simple as that. And she does the same for me. So uh, there you have it, man. Uh, Vinny Castiglio, Merry Christmas to you and the whole gang. Well, right on, Vinny. I, I still haven't gone to Get Parts, Vinny, to get your – Vinny sent me a package or two to to Get Parts, and um, I haven't gone back there. Uh, well, I'll tell you why. Because my, my son was exposed to COVID again. We're kind of in another quarantine uh, situation, man. I, you know, and the school just sends out an email, all casual. Sorry to inform you. I'm like, you're informing us for the second time in in a month. Something's not right at the school. My son shouldn't have been exposed to COVID twice in a month. So we're, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. We're on pins and needles, uh, hoping he's all right. It's fucking nerve wracking, man. The problem is like, uh, I'm not going to get into it, I guess. The problem is nothing. The pro You know what? The problem is nothing. There is no problem, obviously. I want to say the problem is the school is doing everything they can to make sure they keep their school open. That's what the problem is. And then they make believe they were, you know, they're worried about the kids and, and the families that attend this particular school. That's what the problem is. Every man for themselves, every institution for themselves, every business for themselves. The lack of empathy in this country is uh, downright depressing, to be honest with you. It's bad in the schools for sure. Yeah, man, because the kids, you know, they're getting vaccinated. And uh, so they're, I believe they're letting their guard down a lot more. They only worry about uh, tuition. Yeah, 100%. They didn't even offer online learning this year. Because they wanted every goddamn kid in that, in those classrooms at a desk, so they didn't even offer that, which I I find crazy. They should have done a, a hybrid. I mean, my kids would have went to school. I'm not going to sit here and make believe, but it would have been a nice option. But they didn't even offer it because they know offering online schooling is not good for their business. I, I think uh, I think the news that absolutely hypes it up. I think on both sides they hype it up absolutely. You know, you watch Fox, this whole thing is no fucking big deal. And if you watch, uh, let's say, CNN or MSNBC, it's a really big deal. That's why you got to go for uh, independent news sources, I think. I think it's a big deal. But, you know, every every news outlet also has their agenda. They know how to get the people watching. Speaking of which, I watched the, uh, the local news again. I'm amazed. I'm amazed that local anchors, they have to be dead inside or they would just be having like nervous breakdowns because the amount of crap they throw at us in 22 minutes is unbelievable. All the horrific stuff that happens, that happens in your neighborhood, that happens in your town. How are they not affected by this? And then they try to do a cute story for the last 30 seconds of their newscast. And, and does that make all the horrific crap they just talked about for the last 20, 22 minutes go away in their own heads? They must all be big drinkers, I would have to assume, right? Because how can you do that job day after day? I turn it on every once in a while. Uh, the Omicron is, is surging big time in New York, New York City. Obviously, it depends on where you live in this country, too, how how worried you are about this whole thing. I think that's just my opinion. I think I could say that without uh, social media freaking out. They're basically saying that at this point, one out of every hundred people in New York city 
has, uh, you know, the coronavirus. That's that's a big number. Have you had COVID? I don't know, Toonskins. I don't know. My wife tested positive for the antibodies, but we don't really know officially what that means because we talked to one of the doctors and they said basically that means that she most likely had the coronavirus, but it also could mean that she just had a one of the other coronaviruses, if that makes sense. I don't know how that works. And please don't take my word on that. We're actually trying to figure it out because she got tested and then she got tested for um, antibodies and she has them. And uh, Dr. Steve gave me uh, the answer that was basically a little a little all over the place. So I, got, I actually got to call Dr. Steve again. But I have no idea, man. I would assume I did not. I, I've been kind of a recluse by nature, if you can't tell. I mean, that's the first person I've seen today walking way, way in the distance. You'll see him pop out from uh, my head in a second. There's the guy. That's the first person I've seen today. <laughs> Holy shit, my life is weird. That is the first person I've seen today, and that's like kind of freaking me out. Hi, human. Hi, human. Do you pronounce the H? Some people don't. They say human. Hi, human. Where are you? Hi. Oh, yeah. Is Will doing better? One of our own has uh, the coronavirus really bad, to be honest with you. For all the people out there that think it's no big deal, one of our own has it. He's been in the hospital for uh, how long have you been in the hot? There he is, Will. Well, how long have you been in the hospital with this crap? I can say COVID is definitely real, not good. I'm still here in the hospital. He's been in the hospital with this thing, fighting it, not really breathing on his own. But this guy is a fan of what I do because he's still checking out the live streams as he's fighting COVID in the hospital. This, this, this will is the real deal, man. He'll tell you it said uh, that it is a big deal and that you should take it seriously. You've been in the hospital over three, just over three weeks, Will. No, you see, I got a big piece. Yeah, I'll brag about it. Fuck yeah. I got a big piece, but my hands don't match. I got little stubby thumbs. You would think I would have big hands. I don't. I got a big piece, though. Yes, and I'm bragging. Why would you keep that to yourself? Of course I do. Butters, what's up, brother? And then something's going on with Butters. I don't know what he's shared with the group yet. We're a mess, our little private Facebook group. We're a fucking mess. You got Will in the hospital with the COVID. You got uh, Butters going through a little something, something. Won't be home for Christmas with my kids bummed, but I got to get my lungs working. Jesus, dude, you're still not breathing on your own? That's why I get so mad when people are downplay this whole thing because... I can talk for myself. I know a lot of people that uh, have had it, and they all didn't skate. A lot of people uh, have had a real tough time with this damn thing. Vivek Sharma, ugh, we're all falling apart. Uh, Will again. Let's go back to Will. He's the star today. He's in the hospital fighting the COVID. Greg Buell, another one of our regulars. A little better, but still fighting. But each day, it's getting better. All right. As long as you're getting a little better each day there, Will, that's, that's a good sign. All right? Hang in there. Will, are you vaccinated? I'm amazed by the amount of people that that don't realize that uh, even if you're vaccinated, you could get this thing. How do you not know that? I think uh, the reason why you want to be vaccinated is so you don't, you know, so you do okay uh, if God forbid you get this damn thing. But there are a lot of people out there that have no idea that you could still get it even if you're vaccinated. How do you not know the basics of this? 
they talk about it 24 hours a day on TV. How do you, how do you not pick up on just some of the basic crap? Uh, yeah. Well, let me go to Chris first. Vaccines help your body fight, fight it. Yeah, man. I, I just don't understand the people that don't understand the basics of uh, just basics of a lot of shit in this world. Will, no, I'm not vaxxed, but will once I can after this. I'm PTO choice, but I don't want to go through this again, though. I am anti-mandate. Yeah, I mean, mandates are rough. I'm not going to lie to you. Mandates are rough. But when it came to this, uh, you know, the research I did, and most of it wasn't by watching cable news. I said, yeah, this is the thing to do. I'm going to get, you know, vaccinated. And now I'm pissed off because uh, my six months are up, so I got to get boosted. We were searching around the last few days. The first time I could get boosted is January 3rd. What the F is going on, Biden? Biden's in charge now, so we got to blame the Biden. We shouldn't be waiting. Um, in my case, what's that? January 3rd is about 10 days, right? We shouldn't be waiting 10 days if we want to get boosted. What the hell is that about? Did Fauci tell uh, time out for KC? I have no problem with Fauci. What? Yeah, I have no problem with that. It's like, hmm, let me think. Should I listen to a bartender from Buffalo, which is a real deal, by the way, or should I continue to listen to Fauci? Now, I'm not throwing other choices in there. I'm saying, should you listen to a, 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 a bartender in Buffalo or Fauci? That's your choice. Some uh, bartender in Buffalo was giving me the business. I'm like, what do you know? Did you study this shit? You've been trying to learn 10 years gone. Oh, my God. Are you crazy? Good for you, Seth Robinson. Are you related to the Robinson brothers? You know, I think you are. Did I ever tell you the, the Rich Robinson story? It's it's a dumb story. So my, my son is 11 and a half. And when you have a kid in New York and probably wherever you have kids, you take a tour of the hospital. All right. And this is uh, how it's all going to go down. You check in over here and let, let's uh, show you the birthing rooms. And then after you give birth, you know, we're going to move you to these rooms and you can have a nice view of the East River in our case. So we're going on the tour. You know, you have to take the tour. And I'm sitting there with, I'm trying to remember, maybe another eight couples. And all of a sudden I look across the circle as we're listening to someone just babble. They're just babbling because when the day comes, you forget everything. And I'm like, holy shit. I almost forgot that I was having a kid. My wife is uh, at this point, like right on the cusp of nine months pregnant. And I look across the circle and I go, that's Rich Robinson. He's having a kid too at this hospital. Oh my God. And I'm trying to be cool, you know? And he's looking at me funny. And the reason I say that, uh, I, I've interviewed um, the Black Crows over the years. I've interviewed uh, Chris Robinson a couple times, interviewed Rich a couple times. So I don't know. I, I don't want to overplay it. I have no idea. I, I, it, it felt like he sort of recognized me as well. But I couldn't. I'm like, dude, holy shit. You know, congratulations to having a kid. I finally had to say something because at the time, and it's definitely a band I go back to a lot. I love the Black Crows. And there's Rich Robinson in the same hospital as us, and he's getting ready to have a kid himself. You never fan out. I rarely fan out, Seth. I'll be honest. I rarely fan out. I fan I fanned out when I um, kind of met you two at Series XM. 
Scott Greenstein to this day, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I know we're good these days, but go fuck yourself. That's what I say. Scott Greenstein uh, is the programmer, the big, uh, he's in charge of all programming at SiriusXM. Go fuck yourself. In the end, they did right by me, and I, uh, and I thanked them, actually, even though, even though, you know, my ending was a little ugly. I'm not going to lie to you. Then we had to work some things out. And then, uh, you know, I thanked him and he thanked me for uh, all the business I brought to Series XM. But I told him, I knew they were done with me way before they got rid of me because of simple things like this. There was a time when me and Anthony were on top of the world and we went down to Washington and I'm like, uh, I went to Eric Logan. I'm like, I want to meet Robert Plant. He's like, yeah, no problem. And he knew how important we were to the company. So he made sure that happened. And it's a famous story where Robert Plant was practicing with his uh, band at the time. Three guys had never heard of, like uh, basically studio musicians. And me and Jim Norton sat in a studio as they're practicing for whatever they were doing for XM at the time. I don't even remember anymore. And me and Jimmy uh, got to see the rehearsal and I'm out of my mind. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm crotch high. And he was five feet away from me. And I'm like, how is this happening? I grew up on Zeppelin. I couldn't believe it. I was out of my mind. And as much as I'm not a fan of Jim Norton anymore, uh, I do thank him to this day because I wasn't going to get a picture with Ryra Plan. I was a little shy. I was a little starstruck. And uh, Jimmy made that happen. He's like, oh, just come here. And uh, I took a picture with Ryra Plan and his giant ass head. The point being, to this dumb story, uh, Eric Logan knew how important we were to the company. So if I wanted to meet Robert Plant, he was going to do everything he can to make that happen. Fast forward a whole bunch of years. Now I'm, uh, now I'm like, uh, I'm just used goods. I'm on my last leg as far as Sirius XM goes. I'm not on my last leg as far as my career goes. And, uh, you two was coming to do like some kind of town hall or something. And I asked Scott Greenstein, go fuck yourself, Scott. I go, hey, man, I don't ask for much. And he knows. I was there, uh, what? I don't know. How many years was I at uh, Sirius XM? I, uh, b- b- four, uh, whatever, like it matters, 13 years, something like that. He goes, Scott, I want to check out the, you know, the U2 Town Hall. And I would really, really uh, appreciate it if you could get me a picture with the band. He goes, I'll see what, I'll see what I can do. So uh, the first part happened. I got to check out the Town Hall with like maybe 20 other like super fans. That was cool. Then it was time for the picture, and Greenstein blew me off. And U2 is not my favorite band anymore, but certainly growing up in uh, all the years through college and beyond, I probably saw U2 no less than 10 to 12 times. And they started taking pictures with, like, uh, you know, some fans that won the, the contest. And I'm just sitting there waiting for my opportunity. Like, but I'll never get this opportunity again. I want my picture with you too, you know? And they're in the, uh, the fishbowl. If you guys remember series exam and I'm waiting outside the fishbowl and I'm making eye contact and Greenstein's making believe he doesn't even know who the fuck I am anymore. Fuck you, Scott Greenstein. Long story short, he blew me off. I didn't get my picture with you too. And I had to watch Scott Greenstein put both his arms around the band. Like they were best buddies taking all these pictures that he doesn't care about the guy in general, even though he runs uh Sirius XM, he's a star fucker. 
has to take pictures with everybody and he forces all the celebrities to march down the hall and have meetings with him. And there he is with his big fucking arms around the entire band. It's the entire band and Scott Greenstein. I guarantee that picture ain't fucking hanging up anywhere. And I would have appreciated that, especially with all the years I put in to that goddamn place. And then, uh, long story short, and most of you know this by now, then, um, then you two took a giant group picture. So it was like the whole band and at least 20, 25 of us. And my head is in this picture. I don't even know where the picture is. I'm not even close to not one of the band members and Bono's, you know, has his arms around somebody and edge and Adam and I'm in the back and my head is this big. It's just teeny weeny in the back. And Greenstein couldn't care less. And that was my, that was the first sign. I'm like, Oh, I'm done here. Oh, Oh, I see what's going on here with all the money. You made that ass. Of course, of course, me and Anthony, Anthony and I, however you want to say that we made that company hundreds of millions of dollars, if not close to a bill, if not close to a bill, we brought in a lot of money for those guys in our heyday. And this guy couldn't do the right thing and just all it would have taken. It was a line of, uh, of fans that want a contest. He knows that I've never asked for anything else. I, I never asked. All he had to do was go, just get on the back of the line. No problem. But there he is in the fishbowl with his arms around the entire band. And I'm outside going, I'm never, I'm never going to get this opportunity again. And then I watched the band leave. Uh, down like the service elevator. I'm like, there you go. There's my fucking chance. There's my chance. Casey's correcting my grammar. Casey, I know this is becoming a bit, but very soon it's going to be a block and not a timeout. You are in timeout. No one corrects my grammar. No one. Technically, it's uh, it's Anthony and I, I guess, but that just sounds stupid. Everyone knows the, the better way to say it is me and Anthony. So sometimes grammar is just stupid. All right. If you listen up a minute here, I'm going to try to save you some money. I say try because it's up to you to do this. You do know free trials renew without your consent, right? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Do it now. Truebill.com slash Opie. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. Ready for this? On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. They don't want you canceling. That's why they make it so hard to do. Or they know you're going to forget about it. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge, ooh, sounds fancy, is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I recently downloaded the Truebill app and I was amazed to find out that I was paying for something. I'm like, why am I still paying for this? They have over 2 million users and helped save them over $100 million. Let's see what Matthew B. has to say. I don't know Matthew B, but he left a great review. 
In a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill. Saved $120 for the year on my, are you ready for this? My Sirius XM bill. By the way, that's the one I was still paying for, and I didn't even know it because I had VIP accounts, but I guess somewhere along the way, I paid for a couple subscriptions for somebody in my family. Not anymore. Thank you, True Bill. Matthew B. also saved $840 a year on car insurance. Wowee. Look, don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash opie, O-P-I-E. Go right now, I'm telling you. It helps the podcast, but it helps you. You're going to save money. You're going to find money, I'm telling you. Truebill.com slash opie. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash opie. And welcome aboard, truebill.com slash opie. Did I say slash wrong? I hope not. Hey, Ope, how jazz is your son for the new Spider-Man flick? Bummed he probably can't go. My whole family has COVID, so we haven't made it to a theater yet. First world problems. Um, yeah, we want to we go see Spider-Man. We're going to wait another week or two so the theater is a little, little less crowded, but we can't wait. I've, I've watched every uh, Marvel thing with my, my son, thanks to Disney+. Plus. I'm loving it, man. You know, I think back in the day, Eric was amazed at the lack of knowledge I had for, for geek culture in general, for my uh, Marvel knowledge, it was non-existent. And now I'm there, man. Look, Thanos, finger snap. I know my shit now. Although we're watching that what if on Disney Plus, I'm not a fan. It's a weird, weird uh, show. It's, uh, you know, they put all the Marvel characters in what-if scenarios. I'm watching the Will Smith show on Disney+. Plus. I think it's through um, Nat Geo. Oh, the well, that one was good, Pat Dovey. Sorry, I got to go backwards. The what-if zombies one was pretty cool. That one was pretty cool. Absolutely. We just saw that uh, the other night. I think we've seen like five or six of the episodes so far. I think there's a total of nine. But I'm watching the Will Smith show and loving that. Learning a lot. I had no idea. Now, the moon obviously has a gravitational pull, a pull, excuse me, gravitational pull on Earth. But I had no idea. They say that um, not only does it affect the tides, I understand that. I've, I've known that since I was a kid. But they say the moon and the gravitational pull actually pulls buildings in a city. That the moon actually affects buildings in a city and pretty much everything, obviously, on Earth. That it's noticeable in cities that the moon's gravitational pull actually pulls the cities and moves them around. I had no idea. And the other thing I learned from the Will Smith uh, show, bottom of the ocean, you got creatures surviving, which is insane. Uh, we haven't explored. Uh, we barely have explored our oceans. I think most of you know that by now. But a lot of the creatures that live really deep in the ocean, their color is red. And the reason for that is because when you get so deep in the ocean, the color red is basically non-existent. I had no idea of this crap. So all these creatures that live really deep in the ocean, they uh, somehow through, what, millions of years, that nature's an unbelievable thing. The creatures adjusted and made sure their bodies had some kind of red coloring so they would be harder to find as far as uh, predators trying to eat them. 
That's like, that's mind blowing right there. Come on. <laughs> Ronnie Scott took you 20 years to blow my mind. Bravo. All right. All right. I'm with you, Ronnie. We'll have to cheers uh, about that someday. All right. Yeah. I had no idea about the, the gravitational pull of the moon and how it affects cities. Um, but the Will Smith show, I like it a lot. You know, I've, I've watched a lot of um, nature shows over the years, but this one's really cool because it's really like pushing perspective. Like we all look at stuff one way and the Will Smith uh, show, they understand that. So they're kind of, they're kind of playing with our perspective on things. And um, I, I'm really, really enjoying it, man. How does it affect the buildings? It's just, it's just, it's just pulling them. That's all it's pulling them. And I guess people that, that uh, build shit, they understand all this, you know, every building in New York city, uh, the code is such where it has to give and move. And I go back to the time uh, we were there for that superstorm, and me and my wife, our, our kid was very, very young. Our first kid, uh, I'm trying to think if my daughter was born yet. When was Superstorm Sandy? Like, ah, whatever. And we were, I put water in the bathtub because I was going to give my son a bath, and we were eating dinner. And I lived like 500 feet off the ground in the city, and I started feeling really nauseous and sick. My wife said, man, I don't feel good. What's going on? And then I was worried we had a gas leak or something because it was really strange and weird. Turns out after dinner, I went to the uh, the bathroom to check on the water to get ready to give my son um, a bath. And the water was filled in the bathtub and it was swooshing around. So 500 feet off the ground. That's how windy it was in, in Manhattan. What was going on was the whole building was swaying, not just a little bit, like a lot. And the buildings are built for this crap, especially in uh, Manhattan. So the reason we were nauseous and all that was we were basically seasick from the, from the building swaying back and forth. Yeah, birds aren't real, Rachel. Right on. We're still on that kick. Like I said, I was on a boat yesterday with fish guy photos. He was pointing out these birds and he told me the name and I just don't remember. We were going to do a podcast. We'll do one soon and then I'll have him tell you about it. But these birds that are now hanging out on Long Island for the next two or three months, they came from uh, Antarctica. I'm like, how is that possible? How long does that take? How long does it take a bird to fly from Antarctica to Long Island? And how does it know? To fly from Antarctica to, to Long Island because it's uh, a bit warmer here. Because it just gets too fucking cold in Antarctica for these birds. And he was showing us these birds. They were all over the place. Unbelievable. And I'm not sure if that was the bird he said that um, literally lives its life on the water and never like comes to shore. And I'm like, how is that possible? I go to my wife. I'll never complain about a bad night's sleep again. <laughs> I'm like, how the hell? That's why birds aren't real. Oh, excuse me. I got the hiccups now. I wasn't all in with the flat earth stuff, but I'm all in with the whole uh, birds aren't real thing because how do you live your life on the ocean, he was saying, for some of these birds, and they never come in. They live their entire lives on the water that's like that's just like horrific to think about and then he was talking about the seals because we saw a whole bunch of seals oh there was a term for it but basically the seals sleep in the water and they 
bob up and down. Did he call it bottling? Ah, Chris, are you watching right now? My buddy, Chris. I think he called it bottling, but seals basically, they sleep and they just bob up and down in the water. I'm like, what the hell? If my pillow's not right, I'm up all night. And these things are just bottling and sleeping in the middle of the, uh, in the middle of the ocean at night. Oh, birds are real. Just wait till one shits in your head, man. All right. All right. Some people think they're drones. <laughs> the drones have been around a lot longer. Some people really believe that um, a lot of the birds that you see are actual drones. Oh, my God. Of course, we're never going to figure anything out as a, as a species. Wait, Pat, you really believe? Are you fucking with me or you really think that a lot of birds are actual drones? Pat, come on. Are you serious? I know we're going to do another episode soon. And you're going to talk about this stuff, but drones charge up on power lines. No. Ooh. Opie, can you send me a wow bumper sticker? I don't have, I don't have a lot of stuff from my Opie and Anthony years. You would think my house is, <laughs> would be filled with ONA stuff. I really don't have anything. I just don't have anything. If you walked in my house, you wouldn't even know that I was, uh, you know, part of that big radio show. I don't think that I have one thing in my house that is connected to the Opie and Anthony years. Not one. Okay. Pat Duffy. There are real birds, but there are, man, we have a big crew today. Uh, but there are also drones, mainly common birds like pigeons and robins. Question everything. Nothing is real. All right. Will, Merry Christmas to you. And um, I hope you do all right, brother. Love to you and the family, all right? Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Reindeers are drones. Jesus. <laughs> Brian Bernard. Wait, I got to get Brian on the big screen. I haven't seen him in a bit. Hey, everybody. Just pop in to say hi. Totaled my car yesterday. What the hell, man? That sucks. Greg Buell. Merry Christmas, Hope. I hope you and the family have a good one. Right on. Yeah, now we got to find out if Brian's okay. It seems like he's all right. You're good, just a bit sore. All right, that's good to know, Brian. Brian's another one of the good guys. So, All right, guys, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. See, I do both. That's how you do that. You do both. And when I say Merry Christmas, I'm not even shoving the religious angle down anyone's throat in my own brain. Jamie Lynn, Merry Christmas to you. Happy Kwanzaa, sure. Why not? Man, I come from a time. I think we only had uh, two, two holiday um, celebrations. It was Christmas and Hanukkah. It was basically, uh, you know, pick either one. Now I don't even want to know how many there are. I mean, I'm fine with it. It's just that life's gotten weird. I come from a time. All right, let me think. I come from a time. This is real shit, real talk. I come from a time there were two uh, holiday celebrations um, that I know of. I'm sure there were more, but that's just, you know, what I knew. Uh, we had three or four TV channels. We had two genders. We had one phone on the wall with a long cord. Uh, I think that's I think that's good enough, right? And now it's like, wow, we, <laughs> you could be whatever you want to be. As long as you're not hurting anyone, including yourself. You could, you could celebrate any holiday you want. You could be uh, whatever gender you want. 
And boy, if there's not a lot of choices on the TV, too many choices, right? I don't know. I'm just babbling. Just let me go. Guys, I'll talk to you soon, all right? Uh, I I, uh, I don't know how to end this one for some reason. I, I'll just push end and see what happens because I don't...